everybody. Thanks uh, for hanging out with us. Uh, we're going to just take a pause in our Tina Turner uh, coverage as we are, you know, remembering her today as everyone yelled, no, not Tina Turner, and turn to um, a wonderful book. We've got a Low J Book Club pick, and we have Jay Ryan Strada with us, and he's the New York Times best-selling author of, um, and we read it, The Logger Queen of Minnesota, but yes. we didn't have you on, and you're on for Saturday night at the Lakeside Supper Club, which was just a delightful read. Thank you so much, Jay, for being with us. Oh, you're welcome. Thank you so much for having me. Oh, my gosh. Yes. We saw you at the MSP airport. You were signing books at the airport bookstore there on the Gold Concourse. You are probably heading back to L.A. <laughs> yeah, I was, and that went pretty well. That was a lot of fun. Yeah. That's so cool. So you're, you're a New York Times bestselling author. This is, is this your fourth book? That we've got. Oh, it's from my third. Your but third. You know what? You're right. It actually is my fourth. I wrote a book that'll never see the light of okay. day. Okay. Okay. Well, there you go. Look at career, me. In my twenties. Okay. Yeah, like a lot of novelists. I'm I only have one so far. Yeah. <laughs> you're from uh, me. Unpublishable, but uh, there may be more. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Well, yeah. we love, we love, uh, uh, I got to say the book name again, Saturday Night at the Lakeside Supper Club, the characters, the story, everything about it. And I just have to say, I was really delighted um and i know julie was too because we always love our author acknowledgements always i just think there's always insight there and i love how much you took out the time for personally naming names people who own bookstore you named our friend sue valley um, books yeah chapter two books and valley books yes and i mean i just really appreciate that and you as an author identifying all these different bookstores in different you know, state. So I just think that's cool. Oh, thanks. Well, I would be where I am without them. Yes. Uh, yeah, I love independent bookstores. And there were some, like the ones I mentioned in the back of the book, that have been especially crucial and helpful and have gone above and beyond. Mm-hmm. And not just for me, but for other authors as well. And I noticed that. And I really wanted to uh, give a shout out to them and say, hey, you're doing great. Yeah, I know. Well, it's, it and is yeah. really great. It really is. And if you could, um, now that we've gotten, you know, just said that and gotten that out of the way, but give people a setup of Saturday night at the Lakeside Supper Club, because we know you're out on book tour and you probably have a good way of, you know, summing it up for our, our listeners. Oh, I probably don't. Okay. <laughs> Here goes anyway. Okay. A hundred years in the life of a family owned restaurant. In this case, a uh, Midwest Supper Club, which mm-hmm. most of your listeners will know about. Yes. An awful lot of the audiences out here in California, where I am now, don't. Mm-hmm. Uh, <laughs> so I'm really grateful whenever I get to return to the Midwest and talk to people who yeah. already know the setting. So it's four generations over this hundred years, uh, mostly female point of view, uh, starting in the 1930s, going all the way up to today. Mm-hmm. So. 100 years in the life of one family-owned restaurant where not every generation is enthusiastic about the idea of working in the restaurant they were raised in. <laughs> yeah, I know, but it's... I found in interviewing supper club owners that was sometimes the case. Right. So, that they felt yeah, like they Yeah, a lot had, of uh, yeah. real-life experience pulled into this book from supper club owners I interviewed, and a little bit of my own. When I was a teenager, I worked one summer at a supper club in Wisconsin myself. Which and, supper uh, club? I love these places. They're some of my favorite restaurants in the world. It was mm-hmm. my favorite restaurant growing up. And I finally get to use it as a primary setting for a novel. 
I, I love it. it. It really, it's just such a great book. And you know, you're from Hastings, Minnesota. If you're just joining us, we're talking to Jay Ryan Stradel, um, Saturday night at the Lakeside Supper Club. The book cover alone is a celebration <laughs> of nostalgia and, you know, cabins. And it's just such a great cover. Oh, thanks. Yeah, I, I had nothing to do with it. <laughs> I know. I said yes, though, when I saw it. They you looked, did, yeah. You know, they said, hey, is Megan Kavanaugh's cover look good to you? And I said, absolutely. Yeah. And you got it in one. Yeah. Well, I just remember the first time that I went to a supper club with my grandparents, and it was like, um, like the island lake in something like that and that's where i had my first shirley temple and i was in third oh, grade yeah. and i just thought and then the relish trade came the out relish. and i was just discovered black olives and i was just like i'm in heaven with this log cabin place <laughs> <laughs> i know just incredibly exotic and, yes uh, fancy yeah and it could be that, but it could also be the local watering hole. Yes, yes, yes. That's so, so, so true. Um, so your characters, like you said, and, and as we've read, you know, it is really a lot from a female point of view. You're very good at writing from uh, the female perspective. Everybody feels very believable. Well, thanks. Yeah. I, I give my mom all the credit for that. She was the uh, angel on my shoulder while I was writing this book and, and my other books. And uh continues to be my inspiration and uh reason i write the person i write for when i write oh that's so sweet and and you know i really did fall in love with florence florence mariel's mom her 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 mom who refuses to leave the church until her daughter comes and picks picks her up i mean i just like that whole and i like the timeline i think julia did too flipping uh, going back and forth the the different characters yeah yeah it's a very um it's a very enticing storytelling way that you're giving us this. Oh, thank you. Thanks. I know it's confused some readers, so it's really nice to hear when uh, when readers also love it. I I love it myself. Yeah. I really enjoy books that take liberties of timeline and point of view. And maybe it's different on audio, but on the page it does say at the beginning of each chapter who's speaking and yeah. when. Right. <laughs> you know, so just don't skip that part. That's funny you <laughs> And say don't that. watch a TV show while you're reading a book because you're going to miss good stuff. You will. Right. And, and you, you know, sometimes on audio when you do skip between characters and timelines, it is kind of hard. But I, have a, I know someone who's listening and your audio was highly recommended. And they love it. Oh, wow. Highly. Yeah, yeah I know they, uh, I should mention this, that the audiobook narrator, I think, did a great job, but for local listeners, you may spot a few mispronunciations. Okay. 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 <laughs> that happens. It happens, yeah. That happens. Okay, so, you know, I'm thinking about these characters. You know, you deal with so many different topics in this book, mm-hmm. and it's just talking about, I think, love and how families are so different and what makes up a family and it can be your work family Mm -hmm. you know um and loss you talk about and infidelity and it 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 covers kind of everything mm -hmm. and i you do think about going to like the supper club and running into your friends where you catch up and it's like it for women it's a it's a powder room so many times if you're at a popular spot and you catch up in a bathroom with all your girlfriends but you really just feel nostalgia for the time that this was set, the setting of a supper club, and just what goes on in people's life that, even though it's not great shakes and big, huge things that they're accomplishing, 
everybody's just so human and and all have their own struggles and joys. Absolutely. Yeah, the way I saw it, um, it's it's only low stakes if it's not you. Right. <laughs> yes. Yeah. Right. There's there's tremendously high stakes in this book and very personal stakes. It's um, a family that has a fair amount of inherited trauma, and I think each generation tries to resolve it mm-hmm. all the way through the end, all the way through the fourth generation. Uh, and yeah, and trying to tell that story, you know, you get to tell a lot of uh, stories of minor characters and supporting characters. Like there's a character who's uh, in a, uh, adopted from Korea, which was yes. mm-hmm. in Minnesota in the 70s and 80s. Yep. There was a, uh, there's um, Native American chef. There's mm-hmm. uh, an expat from Edina who moved yes. up mm-hmm. to <laughs> yeah, the country and is still yeah. called Edina Sioux after 30 years. Yeah. Uh, yeah, there's all types of people in all walks of life. And uh, I had such great help from the chefs, restaurateurs, supper club owners, et cetera, in my life. People like Beth Dooley, uh, a Minneapolis-based chef, was always available to answer questions for me and help connect me with people, uh, including uh, Sean Sherman, who I had met at a literary festival in South Dakota and reconnected with through Beth um, to help me with the uh, Native-inspired restaurant at mm-hmm. the end. And mm-hmm. uh, my former boss at the Steamboat Inn in Prescott. Uh, maybe you remember the Steamboat yeah, yes, Inn. Yes, we do. Was yeah. where I worked, and I got to call Mike Rowan, who is now in Florida, and ask him, to tell me some Steamboat Inn stories, <laughs> yeah. mm-hmm. uh, some of which made it into the book. So, yeah, it was a trip down memory lane for me. And since I wrote this book during the pandemic and couldn't go to supper clubs for mm-hmm. a good part of it, mm-hmm. <laughs> mm-hmm. Uh, I, I got to assemble one in my imagination that I could visit every day. Well, it's so good. The book is called Saturday Night at the Lakeside Supper Club, and we just have to take a... Uh, just a 180 and ask you, Jay, if you have um, a Tina Turner story that you want to share with us because we're remembering her oh. today. Did you? Oh, wow. Unfortunately, not a personal one. I would have loved to have seen her, her live. Uh, and what a uh, dynamic and influential and awesome performer. I was shocked when I heard the news today. Yeah. I mean, I grew mm-hmm. up watching her. You yes. know, like a lot of people did. and. And she was both of my parents' generation and mine. Yes, exactly you know, right. Continued to write new songs and break into the charts with new material in, in, through my childhood and teenage years, just mm-hmm. like she did in my, in my mom and dad. So mm-hmm. a truly interger- intergenerational uh, performer and just an incredible human being. And, you know, there's not that many. No, uh, I, know, <laughs> I feel like every time I hear, oh, no. No, I, I know. I know. This, this one hurt. <laughs> this one <laughs> This one heard, and you know, you're right about that, that she is generational because she was, you know, in the 60s, 70s, 80s. I mean, never wasn't popular. And so, yeah, had, I mean, my, I remember my mom and dad having Ike and Tina Turner records and hearing Proud Mary and my sister and I, you know, being little kids and just loving to try and dance, roll on the river, you know, and you do all that. And and then, you know, in my 20s, then she becomes like one, you know, private dancer. We can't stop playing. Yeah, absolutely. And then she's in a Mad Max movie. And, yes. You know, talk about a career. <laughs> yeah, no kidding. No kidding. Well, yeah. Jay, Ryan, we love your book, Saturday Night at the Lakeside Supper Club. Thank it's, you for being with us. A fun. Oh, thank you so much for having me. I hope yeah. to meet you in person sometime. Yes, I hope so, too. Keep us posted. Yeah, if you, ever, if you come back for the fair, let us know. 
Oh, we'll do. Okay, all right. Thank you so much. The book is the Saturday Saturday night at the Lakeside Supper Club. It is fun. It's heartfelt and it's yeah. nostalgic. Yeah, I absolutely loved it. We got a couple copies to give away 